Good morning, good morning, good morning, and happy Monday. So goes Monday, so goes the week. One of my favorite sayings passed on to me from my grandmother Mary. And Grandma Mary was a pretty cool cat. If you didn't get to know her, you missed out. She was cool. But your grandmother was probably cool too. But that's grandma's job. So, yesterday... I posted on Facebook that I had a big announcement. Big, huge, huge, big announcement. And I posted it on Facebook and went out to Twitter, Instagram, whatever, I think. Because my daughter has them all linked together. And um, today's blog also is sharing the announcement. As you all know, I spent... Uh, six days traveling with my daughter. She interviewed for different uh, graduate school assistantships. And while she was interviewing and touring different campuses, I hung out at the hotel and chillaxed and just, you know, got it together, got caught up on a little bit of rest. I didn't sleep too much because I figured she couldn't sleep. I wasn't going to sleep. But I got a lot of writing done. And, you know, the weeks prior, I'm like, all right, Lord, what is it that you have for me to write? You know, what is that next book? What is it you're calling me to write? And I'll be honest, I had no clear direction. I brought two bags, um, heavy bags of different writing projects that I've started, um, you know, one of the bags had like two notebooks of just ideas or journal entry type things that I've thought, oh, maybe that could go further or maybe that's all it is. And, and I'm like, oh, I'll just go through it. And then I also wanted to spend some time, you know, reading my Bible and drawing closer to God and just getting reconnected. So, you know, as my daughter's week was one of hyped and pressure and stress, really, you know, because she's striving to get an assistantship, you know, and competing against far more, you know, there's more people than there are positions. And, you know, they're the best of the best that are there. So I was chillaxing, you know, my feet up at the pool, soaking in the hot tub, working out at the fitness center every day, which was great. I got to tell you, I worked out every day. Uh, It made me consider like getting a treadmill for the house because I could get cardio in every day, but um, (laughs) I have no room for it. So that makes it easy not to and just to go to the gym. But I digress. So here's what happened. It was through my study and delving into the word that God led me to my next book. And the, I don't know, cool, funny, ironic, I don't know. It was to write a devotional. And I'm like, oh, you know, and that's not something new. Writing a devotional isn't something new necessarily. You know, I've toyed with the idea. I actually have a couple drafts of different devotionals that I've thought about doing and, you know, just haven't taken them anywhere. But this devotional, uh, it's just so bizarre. I've written a devotional, or I'm writing a devotional for Lent. And you might be saying, well, why is that so odd? There's a lot of devotionals 
about Lent, right? Because, you know, Lent is that time from Ash Wednesday to Easter, you know, um, a very celebrated time. Even people that don't necessarily believe in God or Easter still celebrate Lent and giving up something for 40 days. So if you consider my journey of where I came from of blaming God and blaming Easter uh, for my sister's kidnapping to, you know, completely, you know, asking God to forgive me for such a bizarre and whacked way of thinking and recognizing the true beauty in Easter. Maybe it's not that ironic that I would do a devotional on Lent or for Lent. And so, yeah, that's the fun stuff. I have a devotional for Lent. It is not going to be ready. I mean, Lent starts Wednesday. Um, and actually, my devotional starts tomorrow on Fat Tuesday. Shrove Tuesday, Fat Tuesday, whatever you call it. And so my devotional actually starts tomorrow. So what I did is I had all my Bible verses and I got the book laid out and I got 20 days written. Um, a rough edit by me. Uh, so, you know, in dire need, but because uh, my pugs are terrible. Any of my editors in the past will tell you my pugs suck, but that's why I pay them good money. Um. But I'm like, oh, I don't want to give up on this. And for me, it will be so easy for me to just work on this, keep it for myself, and never pursue it any further. Because for whatever reason, as joyful and joy-filled as Easter is in my life now, it still can be one of the most challenging times of the year for me. And... So I've spent all this time, I mean, I really, I was secluded to myself because my daughter stayed on the campus for the one college and then the other one, she came back to the hotel, but not until nine o'clock at night. So I really was sequestered um, and was just able to write from getting up at six in the morning until my daughter got back at nine. You know, I'd work out for an hour, I'd go to the pool, I'd walk you know, and take like creative breaks. And, but other than that, I was writing, I was looking up Bible verses and writing them all out by hand, taking that inspiration and writing the little devotional to go with that verse or this verse, and then ordering the way that they would appear in the book. And, oh my gosh, it was so exciting and so fun. And when it came time for us to leave, I'm like, oh, I told my husband, when I get home, can I go to the hotel in town for two more days? Just two more days of no interruption and I could get this done. And because he's wonderful, he said, of course you can. But I'm like, I cannot justify spending money to go stay at a hotel when I'm home just so that I can write. Um, I did work in my cottage one day and that was great, which I think is when I lost my voice and got sick because... Instead of letting the heat run to bring the cottage up to temp, I stayed out in, you know, that day it was like 27 degrees. So I turned the heat on and worked with my coat and boots and stuff on until it got warm in there. You know, so I worked all day, but I think 
I sat out there in the cold breathing and all that cold air and made myself sick. But um, it was great to be in the cottage. Oh, it was so good to be writing in the cottage again. It was just, I should have let it warm up. Um, so I didn't have all the days done. And I'm like, I need, I need to commit. And for me, to commit is to spend money um, or invest money so that I don't stop. And so this is what I've done. I um, took, I stopped Friday and stopped writing for a little while and designed my cover and my cover, you know, information and formatted the book and uploaded uh, a proof to the publisher for the first 20 days and was able, I get heard back from the publisher and the first 20 days were submitted and I was able to get five proof books. So I got my five proof books and I paid the extra shipping so that they would get here before Tuesday. They were supposed to arrive tomorrow. I got them today. I was so excited this afternoon after church when I'm like, oh, I thought it was um, a book on FODMAP dieting. If you're familiar with the FODMAP, this is something we're going to be trying um, for health reasons with a family member. So I'm just reading and learning about it. But uh, I open it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is my devotional. And I was so excited and I was teary and I was giddy. You know, I don't think you ever, ever get over um, seeing your book in print for the first time. It's so exciting. You know, and it says not for resale and I have proof on all the pages. You know, it's a proof book and it's a first proof book and the margins really suck. <laughs> um, that was the first thing. Like, I haven't read, read it. I just skimmed it and have already adjusted the margins. And uh, I, there's three other people reading the book and no, four. There's four people reading the book. I kept one for myself and I have four people, um, friends, family and a friend that are uh, reading the book. Give me some feedback, a little editorial type stuff. And I said, don't worry so much about the pugs because I'm going to pay the editor. If something's glaring at you, please tell me. Um, and one thing that two people said already, two of the four, was the margins, which I skimmed it, and before I even took them the books, I'm like, oh, this margin is not going to work. Uh, so I've already had made that change, so that was good. And uh, But by adjusting the margins, I had to go in and adjust like word counts per devotionals to make it fit the way that I want it set up, because I want the back page so that there's a place for notes and or doodling or whatever, because I know when I'm doing a devotional, I like that space. And... So it took a little rearranging. So I've already done a little editing on things that I'm sure the one person has caught. And um, one of my readers has already gotten back to me and said how much she enjoys having the blank page after each devotional. She goes, because when I do a devotional, I like to journal and make notes. She goes, and I love it. I can do it right here in this book. So I've already heard from three of the four people of different things they like. And, you know, the margin was the one thing so far that's come back. And um, one person said, your grammar kind of, I said, I know, 
But, you know, I'm aware that my grammar kind of stinks, but um, it's just like there's some authors out there that there's books that you read that are bestsellers. They can't spell to save their lives, but they pay an editor really good money and they fix all the spelling and they make the author look like stellar. So I don't worry about it that my pugs aren't fabulous because you know what? I hire an editor that's really good at pugs. So that's my exciting news is I have my first Lent devotional is in process. Um, There's four people out there right now that are my ARC readers, my advanced reader copies. They got advanced reader copies. They're my ARC readers and they're giving me feedback and, you know, what they like, what they don't like, what worked, what doesn't work, you know, as they go for the first 20 days of Lent and, if I can, um, you know, I'm working through getting the next ones done, but gearing up to go back to work tomorrow. And, but this book, this devotional for Easter, not only will help me stay focused on um, my Lenten uh fast in my Lenten goal, um, but it will also keep me focused on writing. And so I really think by the end of Lent, I will have that habit of writing every day will be a part of my life again. And desiring to write again is there. And I'll probably save it for another day, but um, this is, you know, this book's cool. And I thank God for the way he spoke to me to tell me about this book and the way that it'll work because I already know what I'm going to fast for Lent. And when I do fast something during Lent, I read my Bible each time I want to do whatever it is I gave up. And so I'll be spending a lot of time reading my Bible because I waste a lot of time doing what I'm going to (laughs) fast. But I will tell you more about that maybe on Wednesday, on Ash Wednesday. That would be a good idea because that's this week. So thank you for tuning into the podcast this morning. That's the news. I have my first devotional in Easter a Lenten devotional. It starts on Fast Tuesday, goes through Easter Monday, and it's probably not going to be available at all during Lent this year. And my daughter said, you shouldn't tell anybody. You should just wait and do a big promo next year for a Lent. And she goes, because you're going to be promoting a book that you can't even sell yet. (laughs) That's not even finished. And I'm like, oh, that's true. But I need to tell you about it, to hold me accountable. Um, Because I know that there's areas that I can um, have roadblocks. And by putting it out there and putting my first draft trash (laughs) in other people's hands to read, one is embarrassing, So it's with people that I completely trust, that I know love me and will um, guide, correct, whatever, with love and kindness, but with honesty. Um, 
by putting it out there and knowing there's people reading it and giving me feedback and that I'll be reading it alongside of them and that you all know that I've written this Easter devotional, that's the encouragement that God will give me to keep going and to finish. And like I look forward to it. Um, last night, I just wanted to stay up and write, but I had to go to bed because I have to work today. You know, it's one of those things, you know, so I love that I'm just trying to figure out, all right, when can I write again? Like I'm planning my afternoons so that I can get the aerobic workout in that I want and get some writing in without wasting any time. This is exciting stuff. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a great Monday and I hope you're as excited as I am about this new book. Uh, And happy Monday. And until next time, this is Lisa. You're listening to One Sister's Journey, keeping it real.